During the COVID-19 global pandemic in 2020, I noticed a lot of my friends, family and clients weren't coping so well. So I sat down and recorded some ideas that I thought would help ease the pain of disruption. My name is AJ Kalatunga and this is Business as Unusual. Hey entrepreneurs, it's AJ and welcome back to Business as Unusual, practical motivation during times of uncertainty. Today's topic is Virgin's Restructure. Now you notice that I didn't say the word collapse because Virgin Australia Holdings have gone into administration, voluntary administration, and all the media have just gone crazy calling it, that's the end of Virgin, it's collapsed, it's over, there's no more Virgin Australia. And oh my God, this annoys me greatly because it's just, look, a collapse, it's sexy, it's disaster, it's, it's sort of like everyone's really interested, which is what you need if you're a media company and you need to generate views. But the real story is completely different. And I'm hoping today by the end of this video, this end of this conversation with you, you will start to develop a more entrepreneurial way of looking at what's actually happened there. And I really hope that you stop calling it a collapse and just look at it how it is a business restructure. So that's what we're talking about today. All right, so let's get into it. Virgin Australia had a debt problem. They had $5 billion worth of debt that they couldn't pay when it was due. And as a result, the company has gone into voluntary administration because they've become insolvent. Now, insolvency basically means when a company is unable to pay its debt on time. And Australian corporations law, particularly the Corporations Act of 2001, prevent a company from going as business as usual uh, when it's unable to pay its debts. So they need to protect the creditors, the people that have loaned the business money or capital or assets or whatever. They need to protect the creditors. So as a result, you, it is illegal for any company, doesn't matter how big they are or how small they are, if you've got PTY Limited or LTD at the end of your name, if you're a company structure, then you cannot trade if you're unable to pay your debts. Now, completely different to small business because small business, essentially, if you can't pay your debts, you go out of business, right? You have to declare bankruptcy, all sorts of stuff if you're a sole trader or a, a small business, right? But when you get to that corporate level, the corporation's law, well, there's so much more magical things you can do, uh, legally, of course. <laughs> and, uh, and so that's what Virgin Australia is doing. So they tried their best to get a bailout from the government for $5 billion, or sorry, it wasn't $5 billion, that's the amount of debt that they had. They tried to get a bailout for $1.4 million, I believe. I've been running around figures all, all around in my head, so please excuse me if I don't get the numbers exactly right. You'll see the exact figures in the show notes below. So anyway, so the government said no, no deal, because 90% of Virgin Australia is owned by foreign entities. So as a result, there's just, yeah, it's not happening, right? It's really not happening. Plus, uh, when, when the media reported this, it seemed like the government's refusing to save 10,000 jobs and things like that. But no, there's a deeper story behind all this, which, which you'll see in one second. So as a result, John Scurra and Elizabeth Bryan and the rest of the board made a really tough call and they decided to put the company into voluntary administration. 
And look, it's not easy thing to do. And, and look, as much as how you feel about them, as directors and board directors of this company, they had to make some really tough calls and they've decided to do that. And I'll tell you the benefits of doing that in a second, but one of the biggest things that, that come from it, the biggest negative points, is that it sends a signal out to the rest of the world that this company cannot pay its debts. And of course, people make their own assumptions about that and things just go bad, you know. But when you actually put a company into voluntary administration, what actually happens is that uh, when when you appoint an administrator, a third party individual comes in, uh, individual meaning another organization, in this case, Deloitte. Deloitte have come in, Deloitte have come in and uh, taken a look at uh, the, the books of the business and whatnot. And they basically, their job is to restructure the business to pay off its debt. So they've got full control over the assets and the operations of the business. And they come in and they restructure everything and try and understand how could this problem be solved. Now, what's really interesting about the situation is that all Virgin's biggest problem is $5 billion worth of debt. That's it. They have enough cash on hand to continue to pay employees and their entitlements. And even though everyone stood down over this crazy period, they've still got enough cash on hand to service the entire company and keep business as usual operational running. But because they cannot pay that $5 billion debt on time when it's due, that's what the problem is. So voluntary administration kind of is, is a really great way of solving that problem. If you can't get a cash injection, the business goes into voluntary administration, administrator comes in, has a look at everything, and they meet with the creditors to discover who is owed what. And then they take a look at, well, all right, what do we do? How do we solve this problem? What assets do we have? How can we restructure the business in a way that pays off the debt in full or partial payment? And once that happens, the debt is, it's, it's gone away, right? Now, there's three options that the administrators can use when, when they're appointed. First option is they could take a look at the books and go, you know what, there's really not too much drama here. Let's go ahead and return the company back to the directors and pull it out of voluntary administration. First option. Second option is to do what's known as a DOCA or DOCA, uh, a deed of company agreement. And what that is, is like, look, let's restructure the business, take a look at the assets, see what we can do and pay off these creditors and, and put that forward to them as a potential solution to this problem. And the third option is, nah, this is never going to work. It's, it's a dead horse. Stop flogging it. Liquidate the whole thing. Now, the administrators actually come in and, and make recommendations on this, and then it goes to a creditor vote. So usually about five weeks after, according to ASIC, five weeks after, uh, ASIC, sorry, is the Australian Securities and Investments Commission. They're the governing watch watchdog body. Watchdog body? They're the governing watchdog over all this stuff like this, right? So anyway, uh, so usually after five weeks, uh, the creditors meet up and say, look, this is the recommendation from the administrators. Do we want to accept it, reject it? What do we want to do? Can we accept the DOCA, the deed of company agreement, or shall we force the company into liquidation? And at that point, the creditors have complete control over this. It's really up to them. So they vote, and then depending on what they decide, the business moves forward accordingly, whether that's um, you know restructuring or liquidation. Now, given that Virgin's operations are still quite strong, and in fact, uh, it was noted that... Uh, they are actually one of the most efficient airlines globally 
to uh, on a on a cost per seat kilometer. So that's how everything works in terms of aviation metrics. You know, if you can reduce your cost per seat kilometer or seat. Um, seat mile uh it's really good for you from an efficiency perspective and uh yeah so so what we'll probably see after all of this mess dies down obviously the initial shock is that business will resume slightly as unusual for virgin australia they're not going away anywhere they're not dying they're not collapsing this isn't the end people are not going to lose all of their jobs and uh, what we'll see is a restructure of the business. We'll see refinance with new owners and we'll see perhaps a stronger implementation of the plan that John Scurra and the rest of the board were working on, the transformation plan. And we'll see a leaner, slimmer, fighting, better quality company that's really going to give Qantas a run for their money. And so that's how all this is going to play out, I believe, based on the research that I've done. Now, a lot of you are thinking like, look, this is going to be bad. AJ doesn't know what he's talking about. This is another ANSET. Well, no, it's not. It's not another ANSET because ANSET were a completely different kettle of fish. They had a complex, really complex uh, maintenance schedule for all their different aircrafts. Their owners, Air New Zealand, didn't have the capital to keep the, uh, the, the fleet running. And most of all, some of their fleet were grounded. So they were incurring losses of up to $1.3 million a day. Virgin Australia does not have any of that. They're still fully functioning and there's capital on board for to pay employee entitlements. And so it's a completely different kettle of fish. So stop comparing it to Ansett. Okay, entrepreneurs, look, where I'm going with all of this is that before COVID-19 hit, disruption and disruptive thinking, which is something cute, you know, I want to be like the next Netflix. I want to be like the next Airbnb. But now we're all feeling the effects of disruption. And this is what it looks like. It's ugly, it's messy, and most of all, it's scary because you're being forced to ch change by chance, not by choice. And as a result, we're gonna see a lot of different things happen. But look, if you swap your fear for focus, develop your entrepreneurial mindset, beautiful things are gonna happen. And this is an incredible opportunity to reimagine the way you do business post COVID-19. All right, entrepreneurs, that's me done. Whatever happens in business and in life, I wish you nothing but success. Take care and go out there and develop your entrepreneurial mindset. Peace out. If you enjoyed this episode, please give it an appropriate thumbs up on whatever platform you're consuming it on and subscribe for future episodes. If this was a visual episode and you need to see what I was talking about, you can find links to the video version in the show notes. Thanks for listening. Oh,